NCRP Productions presents The Alien RPG by Modifius Games, Episode 2. Hello everybody and welcome. My name is David. I am your Game Master today and we are playing Alien, the role-playing game. Uh, we are going to go around the table. We are currently playing the starter set pre-generated adventure with the title Chariot of the Gods. And we're going to just quickly go around the table and introduce our players and our characters. My name is Aaron, and I am playing Leah Davis, who is the pilot of this here ship. Hola, I'm David. I'm playing Wilson. I'm the company agent and great, nice guy. Hey, it's Barry. I am running Lyron Cam, Roughneck. Hi, this is Matt. I'm playing Lucas, who's a scientist and also happens to be synthetic. I'm Jill, and I am playing Vanessa Miller, who is the captain. Awesome. All right, so... And she's not the nice guy. Just as a quick recap, when we last, nice. uh, you know, where we kind of left off is the USCSS Montero, which is your guys' ship, uh, received a distress signal from the Cronus, which apparently is a ghost ship that has been missing for quite some time, for a part of a century, about 75 years. The ship has just come into view from the uh, bridge, and uh, you guys are, are kind of taking it all in as you see this ghost ship floating through space. Uh, there's this intermittent flickering of lights here and there throughout the hull, but it looks completely devoid of any living form. There's no other type of signal that you appear to be receiving. And you get this eerie, just this eerie feeling washes over you as you look upon this vessel, which is quite, quite a bit larger than the Montero. So, do we all know at this point that the vessel has been lost for 75 years? I know certain players have, or characters, I've learned that, but as characters, have all of us been informed that? Specifically, has Cam been informed this since he hasn't been around the bridge or plugged into the I think computer? we talked about it on the bridge. No, I'm just kind of giving it a synopsis. No, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. So I still so, don't know yeah, that. Yeah, unless, unless Lucas or Wilson has shared, I think you're the only two that got successes on that, if I'm right, you know. I think that didn't uh, we talk about it on the bridge? Yeah, we though? talked yeah. about it. Everyone who was on the bridge. All right, so Cam's yeah. the only one in the dark. Got yeah, it. you're the only one in the dark because you went down to Med what? Lab, right? Yeah. Well, I went. To, I well, was in the Med watching. Lab and I went over and got food. And now I'm now I'm suited you're back in your up. Suit. Yeah, right. basically how quick I got back in the suit. You took the helmet off. You ate, and now like you put the helmet back on. Took the helmet back on as you're like chewing your. Um, GM, can we ask Mother to do? Mother already did a scan of the ship, right? And she said no life tour. So no well, biological so, life. While you were in the process of doing the scan, you were interrupted by the distress signal. Yeah. Uh, so you never completed your sensor scan. So you, did you want to run a sensor scan on yes. the Montero yes. yes. or on? I thought Captain Miller was already down with. They me. were heading out, but I was gonna check. We could do a energy scan, see what kind of energy it's giving off. You want to do a scan on the Cronus or the Montero? The Cronus. Oh, the Cronus. All oh, the Cronus. Okay. Because uh, we're, we're in the Cronus. This thing's giving off a. We're on the Montero. The Montero. Okay. Yeah, this is the Cronus. This okay. thing's giving yeah. off an energy, a distress beacon. Uh -huh. Yet it looks like maybe uh, running lights is about the only thing running. Less than that, even. It's just the, the intermittent. Like, so that seems a bit odd to me. Right. This is not. It does not appear to be running in some type of autopilot state. Mm -hmm. It is. It looks like a ghost ship. Wilson. It's that feeling you get that there's no lights. The way it's drifting. I mean, there's no no. Doesn't look like it's being propelled by any type of. Engine engines are completely off. You can tell from where it's at, and it's just floating. So yeah, I want to check for energy signatures and see if I can locate energy signatures. Okay. So give me a piloting roll. Anybody that's trying to do that. I would like to do that as well. Okay. Anybody <clears throat> like to participate in that? So then, for Cat Miller and I, who are now downstairs and not on the bridge, 
are we setting to go out? Have we already connected tubes and umbilicus? How are we going to make contact? Well, to we're go going over? to connect it through our umbilical shaft. Ah, shit. We're going to You're actually piloting? Yeah. I'm, I'm watching the sensors. Um, I am actually suiting up okay. right now, getting ready to go over there. We need to take light sources with us as well. So, the ways that you can access the ship, just so you guys know, and this is going to be pretty obvious to all of you. Um, you can either try and attach your umbilical shaft to its airlock, right? And then once it becomes pressurized, then you can just walk through. Or you can do a spacewalk. Right? No, Leaving we're not doing the spacewalk. Okay, not doing the spacewalk. I have no problem connecting uh, our ship to this ghost ship. No problem, pa- Captain. You tell me what you need, and I got you. Okay. okay. Um, you're in charge while I'm gone. Ooh, thank you very much, James Captain. Come. All right. Uh, Luke's got a question. So I was going to say to the captain over the comms. Captain, it would be advised that a synthetic acquired, a synthetic travel with you in case something were to happen to you or Cam. That is protocol. I'm I'm watching Captain Miller. Is this protocol? Hey, you're talking over the intercom, right? Yeah. Or they, they are blink. So a lot of, you know, quote unquote away parties or, you know, parties will, a lot of crews have a synthetic, larger ships always have a synthetic mm-hmm. on board because they're able to better deal with, one, while everyone's sleeping in cryosleep, the synthetic is up, you yeah. know, performing regular maintenance on the ship and, they don't and require making food sure that things air. Don't, don't require food, they don't require air, they are just ongoing, um, they don't require any kind of sleep, you know, so. Well, Mr. Lucas, are you up for a walk? My uh, condition is irrelevant. If you choose to bring me along, I will be a valuable assistant. Let's see where that. Okay. Can... He's presented himself as a scientist, which no, is nice well, since you guys don't have that. I can uh, see the, the positives of having like myself. Uh, please join us in the. Uh, the storage uh, facility where you facility. store your suits. There it is. So there is a suit for all five of you. There is not a sixth suit, but you don't require a suit. Yeah. They found you floating in space. You're good. Right. All right. Dave, I got one success on the uh, energy readings. Okay. So you uh, you engage the sensor array, and you do not um, pick up any other type of energy being transmitted from the ship. It is a ghost ship. The sensors aren't going to pick up. They're not as advanced as like being able to tell you exactly what life forms are on board, things like no. that. They're set to receive uh, communications, stress signals, alerts, things like that. If it may, uh, a nuclear reactor of some sort, a thermonuclear reactor, fusion reactor, were running. It would detect that kind of output. Uh, it would. It'd be, it'd be obvious because the engines would be yeah. on. Yeah. But not a, uh, a battery, basically. Right. And my thinking is 75 years, battery's not going to be working still. The Probably fusion not. reactor Probably would, not. Yeah. but not the battery. So I'm going to... But you also know that the, the, the reactor could be stable, right? And it could be intact and it could be functional, but it could not be running. Yeah. Know, it could not be supplying power to the engines. Mm-hmm. Are you Sorry. saying all this over the I'm, phones? No, I'm calling Miller, okay. private direct. Like, uh, Captain Miller, please be aware that there's no uh, energy readings for this ship, which means that that uh, distress signal is likely a recent event. Batteries would not be running constantly for 75 years. I am aware of that, okay. yes. Once we decide that this is safe, if you'd like to go aboard and check out the ship, I have no problem with well, that. Let's just determine if it's safe just be, first. Oh, and, and I'm sorry, here. I apologize. In correction to that, yes, you do pick up. There is a intermittent signal that is pinging from the ship, which is a distress signal. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And it has that being uh, powered. 
So you know that emergency emergency systems on ships, they are, uh, they don't, like the rest of the ship can be shut down and like distress beacons and things like that while they are powered off of the reactor, they they still continue to function. For 75 years? Can be. <laughs> this this here it's it's a weak but intermittent uh, signal, so it's probably due to the effects of the longevity. If it's been that long, that if it had one ping every five minutes, that would require some right. It's, it's, power. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's not a continual uh, distress signal, but it is there. It is active. You can pick it up every few minutes. You know, it's kind of like, all right. It's, it's faint. It's weak, but um, it is there. Okay. It looks like we were in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. All right, let's. Uh, go aboard as soon as uh, we're docked to the ship. Okay, Davis, you got us set up yet? I am ready to move into into position. I'm assuming from down below that I'm going to have to make the actual connection. Davis is going to set up the ship, but Davis is not going to actually lock the tube to the other side. That's going to be something I'm going to do from the inside. Is that right? Say, say again. Am I going to connect the tube from from inside the ship, Davis is not going to fly the tube and connect it, right? No, so Davis, Davis is going to put us in position, then I'll, then I'll connect it. Yeah, so, so it's going to be like so, shuttles. So, yeah, so basically, uh, Davis is going to um, uh, extract the umbilical and then line it up, and then once it's there, she's going to actually, from the pilot seat, lock it into place. She is. Then pressurize okay, the not chamber, me. And then, yep. yeah, you're not going to have anything to do it's with it. All until, me, all right. It's all me, baby. Alright. Don't worry, I got you. <laughs> it's all piloted. All right, so give me a piloting roll. Uh, yep, 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 yep. To line up the ship. Okay. Eight dice for me. If I'm able, okay. I get help with sensors. Come on, okay. baby. Don't fail me now. I am an expert pilot. I have one success. You line, <laughs> you, you line up the ship. All right. So you line up the ship, and, and you, you've got, and for those of you that are down in the um, uh, lower deck, right, you can see how, you know, you know the, the um, assembly of the, of the umbilical is it begins to extend itself, right? And the ship slows, you can feel the ship the ship slowing, and uh, you get this thing into position, and you're having, while it would normally be locking, you're, you're assuming that it's in the right spot, but it's not locking in, which is preventing you from pressurizing the actual uh, passageway. Uh, Captain, just a FYI, I am having trouble pressurizing. It's not locking. It's, it's not, not locking. It's not setting itself in. So, so uh, you're gonna have to have full gear to go in, I apologize. It's not on my end. I am a professional. That's but okay. We're all suited up. Yeah, they're probably going to need you anyway. 75 years of me not have any atmosphere inside. What about exactly. him? Is he going to need a suit? No, he's fine. He's synthetic. He don't breathe air or eat food. He's fine. That's weird. He prefers artificial. It's medicine. super Everyone weird. Everyone keeps calling him synthetic. Hey, synthetic. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I was about to say. I prefer artificial life form. Uh, Lucas, sorry there, on. buddy. All right, artificial life form does not need any food or air, so he good. I'm gonna call over. Say, uh, Lucas, if you're able to get power on, could you uh, interface with the uh, uh, records and download ship logs? Yes, thank you. So, so I'm putting a camera thing on. Okay. So the only equipment that is oh, you've got your camera, right? right. So you're gonna mount the camera to uh, like. You basically have hair, right? Um, but you can put like some kind of band or something, right? You can like. I figure it just like slipped over like yeah. side, like All they right. had in the, the yeah. aliens, the marines. Yep, those are attached to their helmets. But yeah, yeah. okay, cool. All right, you can, you can you can figure something out. It's like a like a head headlamp thing, you know. It's got something that goes around your head. All right. Oh, we cool. need light sources. Going we need over. light sources. It's dark in space, right? And the, and the ship is not emitting any lights other than this intermittent kind of. You see this 
flashing light, various parts of the ship that light up for a second and then go out. Do we have, what do we have? Do we have something Lanterns we have to carry? Or, or do we have something that hooks up to the head, shoulder, chest? Light. Yeah, you got a so something we have to carry. To there are lights on your suit. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So the ship, the Montero, has a list of equipment. Oh, yeah, can, let's uh, check that out. Yeah, that you can actually d- d- distribute if you'd like to at this point. Like I think going over there yeah. armed would be a good idea. <laughs> okay. Captain. Remember gun, well, like one handgun, uh, flamethrower. Captain, if you're okay, I will go across and see if I can perhaps secure the tube, the umbilical. Okay, please do so. Yeah, okay. Might need some serious strength to get that cranked open mm-hmm. using manual. All right, so uh, how you want to do it? You're going to go out the side port of the ship and space walk out, you're just going to go through the tube, because you don't, you don't care whether it's pressurized or not, so as long as you guys aren't in the cargo bay, yeah. you can just well, open, there's open no, it up. And for the cargo, for the, for the cargo or you can bay. go from the cargo bay, I'm sorry, to the umbilical tube. From the, between the cargo bay and the umbilical, there's not an airlock? I'm assuming there's an airlock. Yeah. Yeah. He can step in the airlock, we can depressurize, yeah. he can hit yeah. through, yeah. we can watch yeah. from the other That's side. That's what I was going to do, is go okay. through the umbilical. And right. I am definitely watching. Alright, so you go through the umbilical, right? Um, and uh, as you kind of float down, uh, you'll immediately notice that the, the assembly on the Cronus is crumpled and damaged. And you're going to assume that that's probably why the umbilical is not sinking in and able, giving you uh, the ability to lock in and, and pressurize. You know, uh, go ahead and give me a heavy machinery roll. Two successes. All right. So you, upon kind of examining the, the assembly there on the Cronus, you know that you think that you could probably get through there with a cutting torch, okay. you know, and, and at least get it in a way, at least gain access to the Cronus, but you could anchor the Montero to the Cronus, but you're not going to be able to use, you're probably going to damage the, the airlock to the, uh, to the Cronus in the process using the cutting torch to cut away the bent pieces of metal so you can actually get it opened up. So it wouldn't hurt our ship equipment. It would hurt yeah. the Cronus assembly. Right. Okay, but once, yeah. once you get past that door, then you get into their airlock and then move past into the ship. Yeah, I'm fine with it I'm as fine. long as it doesn't damage my ship. No. But, but you just, you're not going to be able to actually lock your umbilical to the ship to get... Which yeah, means even if it's serviceable, we probably wouldn't be able to land it. You, what, you, what you could do is you could position the Montero over with the umbilical extended and then basically space walk through the umbilical and then through mm-hmm. the port mm-hmm. once it's open. Now here's something that I was wondering about and I would know my or my character would know this but I don't. Do we have the ability to tow the Kronos? Not with your current payload. Okay. Right, the ship's not powerful enough. If you were to jettison your cargo, yes. Yeah. But that would forfeit your pay. Yeah. So Captain, what's the plan happen. here? Are we talking about savage rights? Let's see what we're dealing with first, and then, uh, then we'll... I mean, we saw it first. Doesn't that mean that we have rats? Well, so, Wilson, you know that the uh, Kronos is a Wayland yutani ship, so it is a piece of company property. Mm-hmm. So there is no salvage. It's, it's already company Logs property. Logs company, yeah. All right, well, so I'm taking myself... However, back. I'm taking myself off shipwide. I'm going to just us two here with the captain and, and I. Okay. All right, that's fucking bullshit. If we're going to cross over this thing, we got to be able to get something from it, right? We'll get something from this. Don't worry. Okay, because we're still we're still a day and a half out from the actual mission. I nobody is more interested in getting paid for this than I am, and I'll make sure that you and Davis are fully compensated. Okay. So with that, Captain. 
the umbilical connection port seems to have been damaged at some point. It's going to require me uh, using a torch to cut the door open. Is that acceptable? That's acceptable. Cap, that's going to leave that other ship in bad way. That means we're never going to be able to hook up afterwards. Whatever, whatever. They they don't have any life signs on there. It's fine. Just cut that bitch open. I realize that um, that ship has been damaged beyond repair. I don't see another option for connecting to it. <laughs> a line could be run from the inner airlock to the umbilical, allowing for a faster transfer, so it's not a free spacewalk if you have some sort of grappling mechanism or tying rope. Okay. Let me tell you what equipment is on the Montero for you guys to use. Right. On board, there is one M314 motion tracker with a power supply, five units of power. There is one cutting torch with five units of power. There is a Watasumi bolt gun with four shots, uh, which is basically a glorified nail gun. And there is an M4A3 service pistol with one reload. So the way uh, weapons work is the weapon has a full clip and then one reload is another full clip. There is one uh, A550-400 uh, harpoon grappling gun. Uh, there's an M240 incinerator unit with two reloads and a P5000 power loader, also known as Daisy. Okay, why don't you use the cutting torch to cut into the other ship since it's been damaged. And let's... Uh, you here. and I both need uh, you can look at to the, be uh, armed. You can look at this equipment list here. So, right okay. You can decide as the captain who gets what. So on ship way. Hey, Wilson, what do you know about this ship? I mean, this if it's if it's your corporation's property. I don't get property. any fun tools. <laughs> well, so you and the captain are, you know, on pretty good terms with each other. Yeah, we're um, BFFs. She quite, you know, uh, he quite commonly uh, leaves you in charge when he has to leave the bridge. So, you know, you know that if you were to make a request, you know, you could probably, you know, quite confidently probably be okay. Going I want a flamethrower. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I want a flames plasma rifle with a 30 watt range. Yep. Not quite yet. Ask me later. So, Dave, he asked a question. Sorry. Uh, he asked uh, what I knew about uh, the ship. And I, if I remember right, uh, I knew very little other than it's been missing for 75 years. And I have no other information than that. Right. Uh, give me a wits roll. What does the motion tracker do? Nothing. Motion tracker. I go to five. <laughs> like an aliens, you know, in the movie, like where they saw it. Like, right all around us. Yeah. Right on top of us. It tells you range and, oh, and, five and it, it pings each little dot on. It's like a radar, handheld radar. The power supply. Can I recharge it? Well, so yes, you can recharge okay. it if you hook it to the ship, um, and then if you unhook it and take it with you, it's okay. got five units of power. Okay, so I am uh, taking the motion tracker. Okay. With me, I am going to give you Barry the service pistol. Wait, 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 wait. So hold on a sec. Noisy cricket. So <laughs> guns in space—that's not good. So Corp, man, are we expecting to see anything on here? I mean, is this the, is it, should there yeah. be a contingent of Marines or anything? What'd you get on your wits roll? Nothing. He's got nothing. All right. But I have, do you have a question? Do I have access to? Uh, can I get in the computer and pull up information about it? Like uh, in the first movie, the captain went into the little room, and it was cool. You can certainly try. Okay. Uh, give me a few minutes and I'll see what I can find out from the computer. Because I can't remember anything off the top of my head. Okay. 75 years. Missing ship, you know. So, Cap, I, I'm, I'm up for taking the gun, but I'm not really trained on this thing. And I, we shouldn't see anything. Didn't didn't we say there was no life forms? You're not trained to firearms. 
I agree with Cam. Mm. Firearms in an area hey. such as that may lead to an accidental breach in the hole. Yeah, I don't want to accidentally shoot the artificial life form. <laughs> so, I agree. And we are most likely not going to have to use it. However, I am always uh, about being prepared. Safety first. And um, if for some reason we do need it, it's there. Okay, you're the boss. I'll take it. Let's just take it and hopefully not have to use it. Dave, when we have an opportunity, I want to hop on a computer and see if I find out. So go ahead and give me a piloting roll since you're interfacing with the ship's computer. Piloting? Piloting. Piloting. Not such a bad pilot yourself. Nope. You want to sit here and take this. Oh, two, two successes. Right. So you got two. Uh, you find out that the uh, Cronus was a... So you're able to find out the standard information, which it, uh, it was a Wayland yutani funded uh, operation, which sent the, uh, the Cronus uh, to uh, an outer rim colony named Draconis 26 to, um, you know assess and uh, and uh, collect data uh, as to its uh, natural resource availability, right? So they can further make decisions on, hey, do we want to mine this world or not, right? Mm-hmm. But with your extra success, I'm going to say that you're also able to, with your corp, your corp clearance, you're able to actually uh, get a little bit more information the fact that... The real mission. Um, so there's some, there was something that was... Uh, the computer was able to, uh, at one point, transmit back to the company that... They had encountered uh, some type of indigenous life form that they had brought onto the ship for further uh, further study, um, and right, and that was you know a broken message, and uh, you couldn't find out any more uh, information. But you do you are able to verify that they encountered an indigenous life form, and they were and they were bringing it on board for further study. It's a science vessel, mm-hmm. so you know that would have been protocol. You're not able to get any other other information. So for storyline purposes, where we are in this game as you're running it, does the average person know about the xenomorphs? The average person knows that xenomorphs exist in one form or another. When we talk about, we make reference to the traditional alien xenomorph that we know about from the movies, no. No. Okay, that's what I was saying. Because they call them xenomorphs. Right, yes. They are, they are a so they the are average terrestrial person. life form, right? right. A xenomorph is like the umbrella, uh, you know, name right. that they use for aliens. Right? So we, we the, the crew, do not specifically, unless our character sheet tells us, know anything about these things. Right. There are, you know, there are, there are neomorphs and xenomorphs. You know, xenomorphs are a more evolved form of a neomorph. Um, there's abominations, you know, there's uh, all kinds of different things that exist, and everyone's heard the stories, read the stories, or seen a movie about, you know, something that's happened at some point, right? So you know that they exist on far outreach worlds, colonized systems, you know, they're not that meant from. We don't uh, you know. set up uh, colonies on uh, inhabited planets. Yeah, but you know that the colonial marines and things like that, uh, they, they, they often encounter uh, extraterrestrial life forms on distant planets. But they go and deal with that stuff long before any colonization attempts uh, take place so that it's safe. They're very tough hombres. All right. The reason I'm asking is when Wilson gives us that information, there's no reason yeah, that we suddenly... I'm not going to give you well, all... But I'm just saying, when we, when we get it, it does, we, we as the players are not, or the characters are not going to instantly go, oh God, it's a xenomorph, well, let's get out of here. What information does Wilson give the players? Well, I hop on and say, um, Captain uh, and Kim... Uh, please be cautious. It appears the ship is engaged in some kind of bio-research. 
What the hell's bile research? Well, it's an umbrella term. term. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it sounds bad. Well, this is a science vessel, so... But there could be biological hazards if it's contained. Okay. Wait, so what are, what are we talking about? Like, plague? The black plague? It's leg? unspecific, but it could have something to do with the DNA found in space. Okay, I, I say we we let him go. <laughs> and I'm pointing down the umbilical tube. And, yeah. <laughs> You're probably a Lucas, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so, Mr. Lucas is coming with us, and we will be careful. I'd be very cautious uh, and keep your, uh, uh, con- your what is it, not contamination protocols. Uh, your suit. Well, make sure your suit's intact, of course, but uh, biohazard protocols. There we go. Indeed, um, and we will go through decontamination when we come back onto the ship. Captain Kem makes a good point. I could do a cursory evaluation of the ship, and then once it's been cleared, let you two on board. Right, now that he's said that, I, I'm thinking maybe <laughs> I don't want him to do that. That's just me thinking. And nah, man, use the tool. Use the tool. Not on open comm, but directly to only you. It's but he look. still has access to. No, no, he's down the umbilical. So, no, the Android, if he no up, we don't he's hacked into the ship. He but still he, has oh, that's access. Right. Okay. <laughs> but okay. All right, got it. But player doesn't. Or character doesn't mm-hmm. have it. Yeah. So, Captain, I, aren't you a little concerned when the company man is saying "be careful"? Doesn't that raise red flags for you? Indeed, that is something that I considered. However. There are a lot of things over there that could be very valuable that might mean, and this is just... Just the two of us, right? Just the two of us. That might mean we could potentially lease the ship from the company and uh, be free of them sooner. Which Point taken. um, Something that I would very much like to... uh, rid myself of uh, (laughs) so yeah I think that um, if we keep safety in mind and go through decontamination when we come back on the ship I don't see a reason why um, going over there would be a problem I'll turn to the space again then I'll go back on regular comms Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Lucas we will all be going aboard I must strongly discourage this action there may be radiation leaks, some sort of DNA, even viral agents that have yet to, could explain why the ship has been missing for so long. Perhaps you would just at least let me go to the bridge and start everything up before you board. I could quickly assess the status of the ship. You'd assume, Lucas, that in, in the state's, in the ship's current state, if it's running on basically like the most nominal of auxiliary power, just basically to, to stay, basically the only thing what you're seeing is probably it's only have enough power being supplied to keep the emergency systems operational. The life support systems wouldn't be operational. They would need to be brought back online. So the atmosphere inside the ship, uh, the temperatures inside the ship are definitely be something of concern. Some of weren't was not the suit. And I'll add that then to what I'm telling her, telling the captain. Captain, we've recently picked up a very usable tool. I suggest that we use that tool to the best of our abilities. Do not endanger human lives for in a synthetic life. So you're sending the cork man in? I heard that. Okay, your concerns are noted. Uh, Mr. Lucas, since you volunteered to scout ahead, uh, go to the bridge... 
um, make sure that there are no uh, dangers to human life, and uh, if you can, start her up. Roger that, Captain. So, I'll start. Alright. Alright, you're gonna take the cutting torch? Yep. Alright, you're gonna, um, you know, head down the umbilical, you know, and kind of float down and drop down on top of the uh, airlock uh, hatch, and uh, go ahead and give me a heavy machinery roll to start cutting through. Okay, that's a lot of dice. You're good, right? He's really strong, I guess. Okay, he's good. Oh, he's he's good. All you need is one. So, all right, you successfully cut through, and uh, you've gained access into the airlock, which then proceeds down uh, several meters and then ends at a hatch. The hatch looks like it's operational. You can open that up. All right, so... You'll, you'll notice as you get closer to the hatch, it's very dark in here, right? As you cross the threshold where the outer airlock hatches, it's completely pitch black, but you've got a light source. Um, well, you've got your camera, but you're not wearing a suit. So what are you using as a light source? I would have grabbed a flashlight. Okay. You can grab a flashlight that. off the ship. And okay, and you can see that there's a hatch down below. The hatch down below is, is covered with a layer of, of, of shiny, you know, kind of vibrant crystalline ice shards. It's completely frozen over. So I'm gonna, you know, basically just tell them everything I'm doing as I'm walking down there. So I've made my way to the uh, main hull door. I am beginning the process of opening it. It is covered in ice crystals. And while I'm saying that, I'm looking, I'm using my motion detector. Okay. You have your camera, right? Yes. Yeah, you have like a, you have a camera like yeah, this. Yeah, I want to so watch this view his camera. On deck. Uh, you guys can actually sync the, the camera signal to uh, Mother, Mother on the Montero. Yeah, so that's you guys what can I watch do. the video feed off of his head cam. If okay. You want. We'll probably be watching that exclusively up on the bridge. And mm -hmm. I even think since yeah, we should be watching. What you're looking at from the cameras, you're looking at, you know, you see this hatch, and then and it kind of opens up. Finally, you know, gives way. You kind of you're able to slide the, the sheets open, and then you see down below this dark. The light as it's kind of panning left and right, and eventually what comes into view from the camera view is this iced over metallic hatch. You can see how thick the the crystals are, and how thick the ice sheet is on top of this thing. This thing looks like it's been frozen, and probably I mean, and for a long time. You would assume that because of the damage to the outer airlock uh, seal, that it was it's frozen because of that. Okay. But you're also gonna you're also going to assume that you know what, if the life support systems inside the ship aren't online, it's going to be freezing temperatures inside the ship as well. But it need condensation on the hatch in order to freeze. In theory, yes. So that's that's highly unusual. So um, I am working on opening the door, see if it'll open. Okay. So you go to open the door. The door seems to be serviceable. So you open it up, and it opens up into the A, uh, section A1 on our little diagram. Which what I can do is, here you can take this little guy right here. Is that this one? And you can use this as a marker to uh, move throughout the ship, right? Right. So that's the airlock, all right? So you come down, and then you go into the airlock. Yes, indeed, everything inside of here is also dark and iced over. Um, based on the schematics, uh, what's the shortest way to the bridge? Shortest way to the bridge, based on the schematics, is there is a stairway uh, outside, uh, just outside to the south. If you come down, there's a stairwell that goes up 
and uh, oh, this is deck A, which is the top deck. So the next deck below is where the bridge is. So you go down to deck B, you can actually take the stairs down and then move back up towards the bridge, which is on this map here. Okay, so I'm going to make my way to the bridge. Okay, so you go to put yourself, so right outside the bridge. So outside the bridge, you are going to find that the door appears to be, the door appears to be non-functional. Right. There's no power going to the door, but you do have a, you have a laser torch, right? Right. so you could try and cut through it. You also know that if you're somehow to restore power to the ship, you might be able to open it normally. You know? So, Captain Miller, the door does not seem to be operational. I could cut through it to reach the bridge, or if you wish, I could find some way to restore power. That may make the process longer, though. Uh, go ahead and cut through it. Don't you use synthetics have some sort of like hold strength or something? Can't you just force the door? Hey, 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 before we're cutting everything and breaking stuff, why don't you see if you can reroute power? Or click something back on? Maybe there's auxiliary running through the walls? I agree with Cam. Maybe like yeah. before we damage the vessel. I don't think we should restore power because if there's any biologicals that are in suspended animation, we don't want to have the chance of them being released. What the hell kind of ship are we talking about here? Shouldn't they all be inside stuff? Why don't we want biological to be restored? You find with human beings being dead? No, as long as power's off, then that's whatever's contained stays contained. What if you restore something and there's a machine that's damaged, and by having power, it releases the biological. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to see if there's any sort of It's just an extra level of security. Like a terminal or something I can access. Uh, there's a small terminal just on the wall next to the door. All right. It looks like an access. There's a there's a keypad there where you can like punch in a code and that kind of thing. All right. Which is pretty common on ships, you know. You can lock them out. Usually, captain or pilots, you know, got access codes to the bridge. I mean, it's kind of a uh, a secure area. Mr. Lucas, try and reroute power. If you're unable to, uh, then go ahead and cut. Confirm, Captain. We have so a portable bat. Uh, does it have power a, supply? Can I get power on it? I'm touching the keypad. I have the proxy. As you touch the keypad, no, nothing I just seems, to, have a uh, power supply. seems to, to yes, come alive, you know. Uh, but can you, like, plug in and give it power? A portable power supply. Uh, so you could, you could try and slave power from the Montero to the Cronus just to bring up maybe, you know, the, its mother unit, you know, its computer unit to yeah, try and yeah, yeah. start to re- restore power to the ship. That's a very good idea, Davis. Um, Mr. Lucas, if you're able to do that, please do so. That's why you're behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. So I will begin slaving the power from okay. the. Uh, right. So you go back to the. So you go back to the Montero, right? So the doors. Are, are you leaving the? Are you leaving the door open on the on the airlock, even though it's not pressurized? So you're not suffering any decompression in the ship at the moment, but. Are you leaving it open while you go back to Montero and get the necessary equipment to run a, a slave power line, or are you going to close it behind you? I assume he's a like a th- synthetic, and so he doesn't it's really It's like a walking brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, okay. So um, I will actually probably con- close the door since okay. there's a, a potential biological. Oh, look. He's like he's like thinking of the he's rest of the, us, the biological people. Uh-huh. He's got the three rules. Can't uh, by inaction allow harm to <laughs> The come. three rules. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From iRobot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, they're Asimov's rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah, they pre-programmed not to hurt, you know. Or by, or by inaction, cause harm. To yeah, to, yeah, to people. Yep. Yep. So, all right. So you close it behind you, you go back into the Montero, and you're able to grab a, uh, a slave line that you can then drag out to 
the Cronus, and uh, there's a slave module, you know, between the airlock and the stairwell when you go in. All right, so I'll plug it into that. Okay. You'll connect to that. So go ahead and give me a, a piloting roll to properly connect everything up. It's on the agility. Yeah. yeah. He's better at almost everything. <laughs> Dude, he has a six in bot. He has a six in agility. In strength. That's yeah. not fair. The only thing he's bad at is personal stuff. But he can't. He can't push the test. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, okay. And a distinct disadvantage. Oh! Two successes. All right. So you successfully slave the line from the Montero to, you know, to the, uh, to the Cronus. Because of the the power draw, you guys are going to lose your sensor array for for a moment while it draws power from that. Since that's okay. Just during the initial boot up. Yep. Yep. So in moments, uh, what are you going to do once you get it hooked up? You're like, cool. I'm going to head back down and wait patiently back to the bridge yeah back down to the bridge okay when you say just, patiently are you like unmoving like just completely yeah. still like creepy vibes kinda, yeah, okay kinda all right all right all right <laughs> well mo- moments after uh, connecting the power um you know it seems that the ship's receiving the power draw you know you let you know you let davis know okay go ahead you know reroute the power uh you know he does Can't she board, does nobody. and uh and moments after you get up to where the bridge door is you start to see some lights go on things are starting to park you guys from outside the, the Crotus start to see lights start to come on, you know, one at a time, and the thing starts to, looks like something's being powered up inside. You knew that, that Lucas was running a slave line to the ship, and uh, so it looks like whatever he did is, is working. Moments after you get to the door, you see the little data pad light up. So I am going to, looking at it and, and, and going through the common patterns that humans use, try to open the door. Okay, I'm gonna go really, you know, give me, give me a pilot roll. How many dice are you rolling? Like a nine or eight or something like that. Seven? Okay, okay. He has a good chance of actually doing it. I was worried because, like, I have eight. I want to know that I'm better than... Can I roll this one from earlier where I gave myself a plus one? Yes, you can. Dang it. Do I know a... Not as good as the real thing, baby. Are you going to stay with that, or are you going to use one of the party's uh, chips? I am going to contact Wilson. Okay. Wilson, are do you know any of the codes that were provided for this ship? And that's why I'm just. I probably don't know specific codes, but do I know a company override code? You don't know. You would have to communicate back and go, "Hey, I need, I need." You're not a high. Is this a private? The codes are specific no, to I'm the ship. So you know, typically, well, you would know that. You know, uh, give me a what's roll. Give me a what's roll to see if you. Is this a pilot or? Or it's anything that has to do with a ship falls under piloting. Nothing. Okay, nothing. So yeah, you're like, no, you know, you have to like ask. You'd have to make a call. And be like, hey, how do I get these doors open? Me, you should act as a professional. Just so, saying. Now, was this a communication just between? No. Uh, no, he was saying there? it was like, okay. is so, it, so Cap- Captain Miller? You can know I try? That, yeah, you know that that, that uh, bridge doors are typically uh, accessed via some type of access card, which typically uh, captains or first mates have, or a series of security codes that can be given to certain personnel on the ship. A lot of times, if it's a standard uh, standard array, you should be able to use your access key to open up a bridge on another vessel. Okay. Unless it specifically is locked out for certain things. So I'm going to say maybe I uh, I think that I can use my access key to open up the bridge on another ship. I got a slim jim. Um, if you provide is there me any the way key, to assist like the captain? In this event, no. Normally there's the a way combo. to assist on rolls, but in this event, no, because the captain's code. the only one that has an access uh, code. Standby. So there's some standard standard practices that um, we try to do. 
if I did, was this private or is no? This, this was over. In the I'll meantime, let you know when it's private. Just an alternative. You might search for any deceased passengers to see if they have an access card. And also in the meantime, I'll go into the computer and see if I can pull up a code just in case the other things don't work. Okay, that sounds like a unacceptable idea. Captain Miller, will you please wait until we exercise these two options? For your safety. Okay. So Dave, I'm going to hop on the computer and report contact with Kronos requesting security codes. Okay. So you're requesting a a standard security uh, array, access array for ship bridge? Yeah. Kind of thing. All right. So you know the communication typically, um, you know, it takes, you know, it's not instantaneous. It's not like a live chat, you know, where you're chatting with somebody back in the home world. It's like you send the transmission and then maybe a few minutes later, you know, it's received and then Mm -hmm. you leave. Yeah. Right. You know, so, all right. So you send, boom. All right. Yeah. Get a cup of coffee. Okay, cool. Walk around Um, the bridge with a cup of coffee. Go, Okay. Okay. Now, so who who is still so everyone except for Lucas and Captain Miller are still on the Montero, right? Oh, and me. Everyone, you guys are all. Oh, you're on. So you've gone down with Captain Miller to the Cronus? No, 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 no. no, no. no. I'm still on the Montero. I'm still on the Montero. Yeah. The only Montero. one on the other ship. Are down Lucas. in okay. the cargo bay, okay. getting ready to go. I thought Lucas the was the only one we're on both the Cronus. Suited up. Okay. He's um, the only one who's actually on the Cronus right now. Okay. Um, so while you're while you're kind of discussing like you know what you're going to do and you're thinking all right cool I should be able to go down and assist with my uh, captain's access card, mother's going to come online on the Montero and, and, and inform you of sal- you know standard salvage salvage operational procedures. Oh, right. Okay. She reminds you says may I remind you captain that, that the recovery of scientific data and samples from the U.S. CSS Cronus would be of paramount priority. Uh, as well as escorting the salvaged Cronus to the to Anchorhead or another whaling yutani facility and saving the lives of crew members aboard the Cronus if there may be any on board. Well, we did it's scan it, and there's the no monster. biological You didn't pick up anything signs. in your scan, but that doesn't okay. mean there's something there. Mother, is there ever a reward for such things? Unknown, but at times there have been, uh, there have been re- documented occurrences of companies providing compensation for... Uh, uh, the acquiring of life, you know, life forms, um, preserved uh, artifacts, and scientific data and uh, samples of uh, faraway reaches. Thank Hot you, dog, Captain. You're right. We're getting paid. <laughs> Indeed. I must put the caveat that it's possible you'll be paid. I cannot guarantee that pay will come about from this. Mother says. Well, as a, as a uh, as a consolation, I've scanned the ship's uh, floor plans and I'm uploading them now for you. Thank right. you, mother. She brings up, boom! Right now, you can access. You've got a full floor plan of the ship that you guys can all access at any time. <coughs> to figure out where you're at. She that's what she's been doing basically as she's been scanning, you know, the ship room by room and drawing that map so that she can deliver it to you guys. Hmm. Right? Does our power umbilical also have computer? What do you mean? Is it a, a dual port, basically? Is it just power? Or does it have a computer interface so that our computer can talk to their computer? No, you're just slaving power from the Montero to the Cronus right now. Okay. Right. But by in doing so, you have now engaged the Cronus' onboard mother unit. Mm-hmm. And it's become, you guys have like a 5,000 series. This is like a 2,000 series mother unit, right? Which is like M-U-T-H-U-R. Our software. Right? Right? It's called mother. Right? So everyone on ships that have this unit, in one of these models, they just call it mother. 
right? So it's got Windows 95. We're screwed. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yeah, it's, got, it's an older model, but it, but it checks out. It interfaces with your more advanced five. It's an older code, but it checks out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Eventually, back on the uh, the Chronos, are you going to do anything while you wait? Eventually, you've got the, the, the key code there. Are you uh, waiting for Captain Miller to arrive with the uh, access key? Oh, no, we're, uh, I was actually going to wait for him. Okay. I'll, I'll see him. I'm oh, not sure no. if this ship has a voice, but I'll say, Mother, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, would it be possible to have you open this door? Uh, access denied. Um, I would like to... I'm going to take over this mother. Oh, call her no. mother, too, for this point. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, hack into it. I so to. you're gonna try. So you're gonna try and basically interface in from the data port by the door. Yep. Okay. So give me a heavy machinery roll. Uh, you're gonna be a minus two dice on this one because you're not really equipped to do this right now. But a know, minus maybe. two, huh? Yep. He's still better at it. Still got like five <laughs> dice, six uh, dice. What is it? What roll is he? Uh, he's doing heavy machinery right now to access the guts of the panel. I got one success. Okay, you you pull the panel off without damaging anything, and now give me a piloting roll at minus two. Okay. I love androids. <laughs> there are right two. Right up the front, <laughs> Mischievous little things, I say. It's an older model, but it checks out. So you try and act. So, well, are you are you are you happy? Are you are you staying with that? Yeah, I'm gonna stay. With oh yeah. So, you get the panel off, you try and interface with some of the circuitry there, and uh, you're not quite able to sync up with, with well, you, you're probably guessing that it's not quite online yet, right? Um, and you didn't appear to uh, have damaged anything or set off any alarms, so. So, I would like to try one thing, since I can't interface that way, I'm going to say, Mother, this is a salvage operation. Can I please have access so I can determine the condition of the crew? So she, um, a few moments uh, pass, and she says, um, "She says activating cryo tubes now." Oh, what? <laughs> Do we hear mm-hmm. that, or just him? Mm-hmm. Because he's on the ship. Nope, that's um, not good. <laughs> you know that means that the cryo tubes that are on the ship are now being opened, bringing, bringing, brought. If there's anyone sleeping in the cryo tubes, they're being brought. If there's no atmosphere, they're getting oh, right. Maybe I was a little uh, hasty. That might be a that good is, thing. Not a safe thing. There is no atmosphere at the ship currently. Oh right, there is no atmosphere. She says, on the contrary, I have brought on I have brought online the life support systems and they are fully functional. Okay, okay. Mother, there has not been a visual confirmation yet. Are you certain about your analysis? I am certain. To what degree? I am certain. To what degree percent? I am absolutely certain. 99.99%. Uh, yeah, computers say absolutely certain. Yeah, yeah. There's somebody up in a closet going, yeah, this is the way it is. There is no room for error. That's a guy in, in uh, not Robocop. But so I'm going to. I am certain guy. between. So at this point, at this point, all the lighting inside, like the hallway that you're standing is now, it's fully lit. There's light around the, the edges of the door, you know, of the go to the bridge, and you begin to hear this low hum. Down the umbilicus are the Miller and I seeing light in the re- hallway. Well, was it there? The, the port's closed, so oh, you're looking down to the umbilical okay. right. no to the to the opened uh, air shaft, and then down uh, another few meters, you've got the airlock, which is closed. Okay, so we would not see light. Right. No. Captain Miller, 
I believe the mother on this ship may be damaged. Uh, she has begun activating sequences to awaken crew and is beginning to do other... Sorry, this isn't well, how Lucas is saying. I'm trying to find the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's hard to play Android. It is really hard to play an Android. Um, trying to activate <laughs> protocols without proper... Uh, no, human emotions. Confirmation. I am not damaged. I am fully aware of the life support necessary to maintain onboard sentient beings. Crew of five currently being brought out of cryosleep. And again, Ooh, none of us hear that. No, no. Okay, you hear it. Yeah. Except Lucas. You hear, And if you're on the channel with Lucas, you overhear it. Is there a possibility mm. that you or Wilson have some sort of override command? There is a possibility that I might have an override command. Carbon dioxide levels exceeding normal, sustainable limit. Okay. Okay. Well, there, there's the proof that the ship is not ready for the crew to be awakened yet. Doesn't respond. <laughs> we were informed that there were no life signs available. You didn't see anything on the sensor rolls that you guys got. That would be correct if, if they were in suspension. Just animation. out of character, uh, would okay. Mother recognize people who are in cryosleep as biological signature, signatures? Mother knows if there are the if the cryo tubes are active and, the, and they're sealed and they're operational. The computer knows. Okay. All right. But okay. our computer on our ship, your would computer, not, would not know no. that. The mother, so mother two, which is the Cronus, would know. Mother one, which is the Montero, does not know. Correct. Okay. Lucas, is it my understanding that the cryo tubes on that ship are presently? being opened, or can we disconnect power before that happens to prevent it? I can try to interface again and to disrupt the process. Try to interface and disrupt the process? Um, I don't want life support on on that ship at the moment. Until we determine the nature of any possible contamination. Indeed. Um, you start to feel the temperature inside start to level out a little bit as it's being brought up, uh, where you're outside the bridge doors. right? Um, uh, it's still very cold, but you would suspect that the temperature in here is sustainable for someone who's a non-synthetic if they had the proper clothing. Right. So we're no longer in like sub-zero freezing temperatures. All right. All right. I'm going to try to reboot Mother's system. Can I try to get in again from where I'm at? You can't get in again from where you're at here since we already tried. Actually, no. I'll let you try again. But in a, and so you're at a minus two, now you're going to be at a minus three. Okay. You're going to be at a minus three this time. Oh. Never mind. I said nice DM. It'll be a little bit harder. <laughs> Got a success. Okay, you get one. All right, so you interface with, with Mother, and uh, well, it says, hello, There's Lucas. There's a corporate How may I help you? Lucas, or <laughs> uh, Mother, from now on, you will only take commands for me. Do you understand? I don't understand. Explain... Please stop all processes that you have initiated and begin running a full system check. I believe that you have developed issues. An error. It says, uh, Captain Balaji, in moments, the captain will be able to further discuss uh, options with you uh, until such a time or until directed by the captain uh, will I uh, deviate from my current course. Captain Balaji is currently... Incapacitated. On the contrary, you may proceed to cryo cryo deck two, and uh, and discuss 
discuss this with him. Mother, can you please open the bridge for me? Certainly. The door's open. Alright, I'm going to walk into the bridge. Okay. Is there a way to shut down Mother's control? So, you know that typically the only real way to shut down... Yeah, you could do an override, uh, but typically that is something that only the captain has access to. Uh, it would take a, it would take quite a while for you to, to figure out how to do that. It's not impossible. So we've got you know fragments of time that that exist, kind of represent how much time it takes to conduct certain tests. You know whether it be a shift or a turn or a round, combat round. It would be several turns, so it'd probably be several hours for you to try and reprogram or, or shut it down without the proper codes. But uh, it's like you know trying to find the needle in the haystack. But not impossible if you want to start trying to do that. All right. What's like? What would be the attribute to do that? It would be it would be piloting. Right. It'd be heavy machinery and piloting. So heavy machinery is going to get you access to the actual hardware of the ship, and then piloting to basically interface with the ship systems and begin rewriting or reprogramming. Could I possibly try as a pilot? Up here, you could. Up upstairs, you'd still have to make a heavy machinery roll to uh, interface up, but you would need some type of. If you if you were able to get to the bridge and find a server serviceable console, you could. Oh, I had to be there in person. You'd have to be there in person. Uh, you can't do it for the okay. Montreal. We don't so, have any I'm still in the, Yeah, I'm right. still in the. I'm going to ask the mother of the Cronus to translate all scientific and medical data over to the. What's her ship's name again? I forget. Montero. Montero. Okay. Do not inform the crew that this is occurring. I would also like it at the same time to broadcast all medical and scientific data to the nearest uh, Weyland-Yutani point. So after a couple seconds, uh, you know, mother comes online and says, please enter access code. All right, I'm going to... He's hijacking And you're going to assume that this is where you would need that that captain-only code. Okay. So like, you, you know... So you know you haven't tried to do this, but if you were to go on to the Montero and access Mother there and try to uh, uh, capture any scientific data on board of a science vessel is considered like uh, classified data, right? And so it's protected by security. In order to get past that security, you need some type of special access. Um, even on the Montero to get to certain data, you would need Captain Miller's access code to get to. All right. But you, but you can, you're able to interface with about 99% of the data that's on the ship. The data's, the ship's flight recorder, you know, all systems, sensors, self-destruct sequence. So you can even do self-destruct, you know, but there are a few things, especially the science vessel is a little bit different caliber of ship. And so there are some things that require specific access to actually gain access to. It's quite so, possible that even the captain doesn't have access to some of the science right. stuff. It may just be going into a computer that's sending information back to the company or being recorded on a, something that needs to be removed specifically by certain personnel upon return, you know, or something like that. Would it be possible to have the mother of Montero uh, access this mother and get the data? Like a, ba- a battle of wits between the two mother units? Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically. Okay. With the idea that computer. it's... Cop- it's corporate directive to ensure the data is secure. Okay. You know, you're not sure if that would be uh, something that, that, that would work or not. Um, it would, again, take an extended period of time to try and make that happen. But it's not beyond the, the scope of possibility, but not probable. All right. Yeah. Typically, the two units don't talk to each other. 
but you are supplying, it is supplying power. You can slave, right now this ship's slave to the Montero, that's why it's got power. You will also uh, know that once the ship gains a certain amount of power and off of, as a slave, right, Mother can then take over. Once she's powered back up, she can actually then fire up, you know, start drawing power from the reactor and things like that where you no longer need to slave to the Montero. Alright, remember we are waiting for the command codes anyway. Right. I'm gonna make my way to the cryo storage area. Okay. You see it there on the map? Yeah. Alright. You got two cryos. Goes down here to three the stairwell. Yep. Right. There three and there. Up yep. the stairwell. And then down the hole. So yeah, cryos one, two, and three. And uh, so mother told you that Captain Balaji is in cryo deck two. Alright. So you're going to start heading down, you're going to go back down to uh, Deck A and uh, start working your way down towards uh, the cryo deck. Yep. Okay, cool. So I'm going to take off my helmet. Right. Back on Since the Montero. Since we still aren't, we still aren't in the Montero, or we still aren't moving down. Okay. And again, talking inside, no longer through any kind of an open channel of any sort. Captain, we need to get on there. If they're coming alive, you don't want them waking up to a synth. I mean, the synth is the best. Well, that, that would be us just yeah. talking in the they're- room. They're not even on comps. Yeah, not we're over. just... They're in person. In person. Yeah. Well, um, even in person. This is true. It would be better for one captain to speak with another. So I say we go over life. there. To hell with it. To hell with the corp guy. Let's go. Indeed. Um, yeah, I'll it get, might be better to wake up to a real live person instead of a robot. You I'm know? going to uh, put my helmet back on. Yep, I'm on. I'm Shh. going to say, Lucas, we will be uh, coming aboard now to address the uh, newly awakened captain and crew and let you guys know that we will be leaving the ship. Uh, Davis, you're in charge. Confirmed. I would suggest you wear air filtration. Self-contained That's fine. To tell us I know how to handle myself. Can be so confirmed to you be can set the ship Absolutely. on autopilot basically to just Stay here, basically. You station know? keeping. Yeah, yeah. It's all not right, like you right. walk away from the station and it just starts drifting, you know, all over the place. You can so, set it to all right, know, all right. stabilize. Yeah. So. I will set it on autopilot then because I have some things to research on my comlink. All right. Just got my Candy Crush. Yeah, Candy Crush. So, Cam, <laughs> let's go over. So I'm asking Mother, does this ship have a synthetic? Yes. What is the current state of this synthetic? Uh, non-operational. Very good. Where is Captain uh, Bellagio's locker? Storage facility. Is that nearby here? Let's see, the storage facility on, so you're on deck A, and you've got- Damn, I think I took the wrong character oh, storage, down. Storage is- I'm stuck on the ship. You are stuck on the ship. Uh, you are actually in sweet. charge right now, and you all can't right, leave. All right, all right. It's um, not like anything's happening. It's too uh, boring. Mother, mother tells you that, that, that Captain Balaji's personal items uh, would be stored in the corporate suite, which is uh, down on deck B. Corporate suite? Sounds yeah. pretty swanky. You're essentially there to babysit him. Because yeah. I can't leave him alone on my Wait, ship Wait, is he still on the ship? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, damn it. He's, He's still, still on the bridge. Left yeah. with the narc? God damn it. He's still He's on the bridge hey, with hey, him. Hey, let's get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to... So I'll go into what the suite. What if we just run? Yeah, fine, go ahead. So you're going to start moving down. Board. No, I'm going to go into the cryo chamber to you. Just okay, first of all, I have been nothing but involved in the cryo chamber. What's everybody else doing? So we're going down the umbilicus okay. to where the starting point. I don't know if you want to give me a yep. second token yeah, so we can identify us. A second token here. One of these. Are those the... 
Yeah, those are the crowd. And I do have the motion tracker with me. You got the motion tracker, and it's on. Okay. So, uh, with the motion tracker, you are picking up movement okay. on your motion tracker. It is... So, when I refer to zones on the map, zones are going to be either one room, or if the room's big enough, like, for instance, here, it'd be one, two, you know, different zones by the by the dotted lines or the, the lines that are drawn across them. I assume the motion that I'm seeing is probably Lucas. You can assume that that to be a safe bet, right? But so, okay. but you do pick Lucas up on your motion. Boop, boop, right? The pulse, okay. right? Mr. Lucas, we're headed your way. Okay. You get that as you come up to the cryo. There's there's three cryo. Uh, they've got like kind of the clear doors. They're no longer iced over. Um, you see that it's that it's completely thawed. Now you've got a, you've got a little bit of moisture, you know, around on the floors and things like that. But even then, it's starting to dissipate a little bit. The temperature here is is has been stabilized. Um, and as you look into the the, the cryo uh, room, right? Uh, there are in this room there are nine cryo beds, right? And you see that there are uh, all nine are open, but there are five individuals that are in nine of them and are kind of like. They're like holding their head like haven't taken notice of you yet but you're looking at them as they're kind of like just starting to like lift their heads out of out of the tubes much like you guys were earlier on the Montero when you came out of cross sleep you guys have obviously been asleep I'm going over I'm going to go over to the medical terminal okay medical terminal is in the, well that's in the medical lab which is in a different area is there a terminal here I could interface inside the room yes so you're going to go into the room yeah Okay, so you go as you go into the room. You're not, are you not trying to sneak in the room? No. Nope. Uh, okay, so you walk into the room, and they all kind of look at you and get kind of wide-eyed, like. And, and at one point, this uh, like what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> gentleman looks at you and says, "Ava." Ava. Uh, no, my name is Lucas. Lucas, where's Ava? It's all mother. Find Ava. Scanning. Ava synthetic unit non-operational. Good morning, Captain. How was your How was your sleep? Tell me. Tell us when Miller and I are there. Yeah. So you guys have come down now. There, you're into the ship, and uh, you've got the ship schematic. Everyone's got a, the ship schematic. You know that the cryo. Uh, did you tell them where you were going? No. Okay. But so, he, they, but you've got the motion tracker. So you right. see that he is up ahead in another a different. You know, he's he's up ahead by about uh, you know 50 meters. Additionally, I'm assuming there's not just one, but at least two motions, maybe more, because it's uh, not so going to just pick yes. up him. So now, it's, now what you're picking up, uh, you're picking up six sources of motion of movement. Okay. So one became all of a sudden six dots. That's where we need to be, then. They're moving all around us. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> well, we're watching the camera. From his... Yeah. So you guys, if you're looking at his feed, you will see. He goes, you know, you'll see a, a, a cryo room uh, with a bunch of beds and five of them are filled with a crew and they start to open up um, and there's five individuals there. One of them's talking to mother saying, hey, where's Ava? Yeah, give All me right. the updates. I'm right. going to go over to the computer They're groggy, but and request crew manifest for the ship. Okay, give me a pilot in roll. No, oh, only four. Nothing. Okay. But I'm going to put that request in with the other information like they I already sent in the request for the uh, computer overrides. I mean you okay. could ask me for to scan it because oh, no I'm not scanning I'm actually going into the company computer and requesting records oh, okay. Okay. so you're going to send another message yeah. send me records okay alright what about what you, okay, we're, 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 there, yeah. we're there you yeah. tell us so, what, 
So you've gone into the room. This is kind of what you're. This is kind of what you're experiencing as you walk in, right? They obviously, the, the the one individual seems to be a little bit more coherent than than the other four, and he's kind of looking at you. But the other four are kind of like really trying to get their bearing, right? Um, as they're coming out of a very long cry of sleep, but, but the one gentleman is has a concerned look on his eye. Captain Bellagio, you have been in suspended animation for a considerable amount of time. It is my recommendation that you relax a bit and let me perform a medical examination. Well, don't touch me. Who are you? Where's Ava? I believe your synthetic was disabled. By who? I am not sure. I have yet to ascertain that detail. Mother, can you confirm? She says confirmed. I love the next thing that's going to be we're going to walk in in spacesuits. So, right. So, so you guys are now. Are you guys? As you guys are now on board the Cronus, are you are you guys moving hastily towards the? Yes. Towards, okay. Yes. So you're gonna move uh, down the, the the deck, and you're gonna come up to the T section there up ahead. Oh, what is that? Oh, right, yeah, right over there. Right, yep, yeah, right in there. Then you're gonna actually come around the corner. All right. Now you're gonna be. You can see that the cryo decks are up ahead. You can see the door to the one on your left is open, and you can see you know what appears to be Luke is standing in the doorway. Having a conversation with, with someone. Okay. All right. So the three of you are there. Okay, Captain, let's head in. Okay. All right. So you guys are in full concealed suits. Uh-huh. All right. You have to so hide. You I, get, somebody's, you. No. somebody's walking up behind you. It's so. not drawn. Mr. Lucas, I can handle it from here. Yes, Captain. So yeah. where, they're, where they are talking, I'm going to go to the room ahead. So I'm going to cryo room three. Okay. So you go to cryo room three. There are, there are 11 beds in here. They are all empty. So they're all popped open? Yep, they're all popped open. Okay. Well, they're, they're closed, but they're not all they're empty. And then I'll, I'll also check cryo one, just so you know. Okay. So if you go over and check cryo one, same thing. Uh, there are there are 10 beds in here, and they are all empty. Perfect. So back to these two. Okay. So back to the room where we have five crew of the Kronos appear to be uh, coming out of a long, deep cryo sleep. Lucas has stepped out of the way so oh, the captain okay. can step in. And, and I will step in. And I will say my name is Captain Valerie or Vanessa Miller um, of the USCSS Montero. May I? Who is your captain here? So the one gentleman that seems to be the most coherent is the gentleman says, "I am. I am. A, I am Captain Balaji, cap, captain of the Crotus." Okay, Captain Balaji. It looks like uh, your ship has been adrift for roughly 75 years. We found you via a distress call that your ship sent out. We are here to conduct a rescue operation. 75 mm. years. What do you That's mean? Cool. He's all. As he tries to get up, he's like, "Here, let's get to. We need to get to the bridge." What Captain, happened would... to your ship, Captain? So I don't know. Captain, I would advise you not to get up. You are suffering from extreme sleep sickness. This is Lucas, a member of my crew. Okay, he's with you? Yes. We have one other member of my crew um, on this ship to help secure it and make sure that it's safe. Captain, looks like the other cryo tubes are empty. Thank you, Cam. Are we docked? You are currently... <laughs> somewhat docked to my ship it was uh your airlock was damaged we weren't able to completely dock with the it's ship it's on draconis we were draconis what happened on draconis captain uh man i can't remember 
Now, you know, anyone want to make a... Go ahead and give me a comm tech roll if you're in the room. In the room. Oh, so I'm, I'm not, not in, in the, the room. room. Get your ass down there. <laughs> so will I... I someone's got to pilot the, the, the ship. The draw to go onto the, uh, a ship like We're this, not a expendable. science vessel, and to check it out is overwhelming to you. So, is you're like, I really want to check this day. I do. Yeah. Because I just want to, like, break We're not expendable. I want to touch buttons. Have they <laughs> stepped mm-hmm. in so I can step in? Oh, yeah, you can I'm just asking, in. should I do that for the comm tech yeah, role? Yeah, you can step okay. in. Some people are more important than others. This it is. Priorities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do not have contact. I mean, even if they die. So you're just rolling a straight attribute roll, which is wits? contact wits. Okay. Dang. Dave, you just I tell me what you need, and I'll get that. it for you. <laughs> just so I have something. zero. Zero? Anybody's got one or more? I got one success, but I was rolling straight wits. She's witty. You're rolling straight wits. That's fine. So you have one. If you have one or more, uh, you know that... Uh, one of the side effects of, of really long cryo sleeps is amnesia. Okay. So as he's trying to, like, the, the Draconis system comes back to his memory. It's like he pulled that from way, like, like he was like, Draconis. Right? He doesn't appear to be, he appears to really be struggling with what happened, where he was, as he's also trying to shake off the cobwebs. Captain, what is your vessel researching? I was going to say, what's uh, Exploration vehicle. Whaling Yutani. Whaling Yutani Exploration Science Vessel. Exploration of what? Two successes on that roll. Is, okay. there, is there anything I can add or what would you uh yeah, what are you trying to I you just just the roll's letting you know that, that amnesia is a part of prolonged cryosleep, and so it's quite feasible that he's not remembering and may not remember for some time exactly what happened. I would like to make a convincing sounding uh argument that we should move them to the med bay. Because there are other symptoms like stroke or things like that due to prolonged sleeping, even if that's not the case. Okay. And uh, so, okay, so go ahead and give me a manipulation roll. Do any of the five that I can see look like they are workers? Meaning, like, uh, the only way I'd know would be like physical body being larger. You know, so, not necessarily uh, rippling muscles, but you know. So you see, there's there's one muscular individual, you know, who's you know pretty well built, male or female, male, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and, he, and he's like, uh, you get to the mess hall. Now, <laughs> the only time you've ever heard anyone refer to the galley as the mess hall, right? As it, it was a military term, right? You're gonna make uh, assumption like this guy's some type of military background. Does he got the Frankenstein? Crew he's got cut? The, yeah, he's got the yeah, he's got the you know. And, you know, he's, a, he's an African American guy, right? So he's got the he's got jarhead. Oh God, he's got the squared off afro kind of cup, but but it's trimmed. Kid and close. play. Yeah, well, not like that. <laughs> it's a big four inches tall. It's like a, a three quarters of an inch. Yeah. Yep. But uh, you know, there is a um, there's a slender uh, fellow who you know he's like uh, uh, he kind of kind of rests himself, up, props himself up on his on his shoulders and. He's like, I need to bring the medical the medical lab online so we can uh, find out um, uh, what it is we're dealing with. So he seems to be seems to be identifying his, himself as some type of medical professional. Pro- yeah, medical professional. So, and like then that. there's also there's a female. The female doesn't say anything other than the fact that she's like, God, somebody get me something to drink already. Right? And then there is a uh, a gentleman on the far bed, farthest away from the door. Who was very quiet. He kind of looks left and looks right. And he kind of steps out with one foot real slowly. Kind of hunkers down a little bit. He starts looking across the room at you. And he steps his other foot out. 
and he backs himself into a corner. He's all, stay away. All you, stay away. He's looking at all eight of you, all, all seven of you, right? As he kind of doesn't appear to understand where he's at in the moment. Right? Lucas, can you look towards the individual? And he starts he starts kind of panning left and right with his head. And he's it looks like he almost begins to reach for something, but he it's like he's almost frantically looking for something that he can put in his hand. But everything in his immediate vicinity is like attached to something, right? It's part of a cryo bed or something. You know, he seems, you know, not quite coherent, you know, he's obviously in some other place, but he's very, you know, he's he's you know, he's, he's that frightened animal in a corner. Captain, He's like, don't what, come any closer. Captain, what is your crew member's name? He says, he's all, Cooper. Cooper, it's me. Cooper, please be calm. All right, give me a manipulation roll. Well, Mr. I, I Cooper, got... you are oh. safe. Okay. Which uh, was on the BS roll, but if you... So you, were, so you were trying to convince the captain, hey, we need to move you to medical, right? right. So that's what the that roll was for. Okay. Give me a manipulation roll now to... It's an opposed roll to try and calm down Cooper. You got it. Come on. Okay. Ooh, one success. That's all you need. <laughs> oh, man, he's pretty badass. Oh. One six. All right. Oh, damn. Okay, I've got uh, two. Yeah. Right. So, all right, so I have one net. So he's all, don't come any closer. I know you're kind. Oh. He'll kill us all. Racist much? Cooper, please. Don't believe him. He'll kill us all. He'll turn us and kill us all, just like the other one did. All right, that sounds super Mr. Racist. Cooper, you are safe. Give me a manipulation roll. Cooper, I do not mean you any harm. However, he appeared to be suffering. Can I command paranoia. somebody who's not on my crew? No. So, nah. um, but you, so this that's why this is a manipulation roll, not a command. Oh, okay. He doesn't know you. So into my head comm, which to my knowledge as a player is the four of us. I don't know that Lucas can hear through Mother, but to the four of us, I'm going to ask... So, is there a synth on board I here? success, but I was rolling straight empathy. Wilson? I haven't been able to get any information from Corporation yet. For Davis, any luck? Uh, trying to find out if, if, if there's, if there's a, a, a synth on board. On board this ship? Yes. Yeah. The Cronus. Yes. No. Yes, the Cronus. There's nothing. You guys haven't come across anything that would lead you to believe that there was a synth on board. The only one that knows whether there was a synth on board I or not. I keep hearing the name Ava, I would assume though. that there is because it's a larger ship with a... A scientific. You can make that assumption just on your corporate background yeah. that a ship this size, especially being a science vessel, probably would not go out into space without a synth. Yeah. Smaller ship like you guys' freighter, you can set it on autopilot basically and just yeah. let it roll. These things are, are equipped to go much further, you know, and, and have much longer cryo sleep, you know, than what you've got in your freighter. Right. So really quick to things like this thing's got five decks, you know. Have we overheard the name of the captain? Balaji. Balaji? Balaji. Yep. Not Bellagio. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, Bellagio. That's hey, close that's enough. Right? No, sorry, I had one success. We haven't got the okay. name for so the You have one success. All right. Who's the fifth guy? And uh, let's see. So you are trying to, I'm sorry, do what now? I'm trying to calm Cooper going. down. Okay. You're trying to calm Cooper down. So Cooper is resisting. I have one. So you do not calm him. You do not seem to calm ah. him down in this in this, uh, you know, instance. Does unless he... you want to, unless you want to spend, you know, unless you want to push. I just want to say real quick, too. I don't know how it works in this game, but I am holding my action, so if Cooper makes a hostile action okay. towards her, 
I can. Yeah, if he makes Subdue a hostile, him. if he makes a hostile yeah. action, then we'll go into initiative, right? And we'll draw initiative cards to do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I will. Okay. You're okay. gonna so, push. Since you're gonna push, yes. you're gonna so that's gonna increase your stress level. So anytime you increase your stress level, you've got a uh, a meter, you know, on your uh, yeah, yeah, character yeah. sheet. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. You're gonna mark one box on your stress level. Your stress level now is one. And you're adding one yellow die to the pool. Yep, one yellow die now. Oh, you get to re-roll now your on. failures. You, so you're gonna keep the one success that you had to re-roll the failures, not all the dice. Oh. Okay. So there you go. Oh, and okay. Jill, one success. Yeah, you have one right now, and then, yeah, what you're looking for is one. So you more only success. have one success, so you get to re-roll the rest. And okay. Jill, from okay. From now on, until you heal it, you will have that yellow die in every dice roll you make. Yep. Okay. Okay. These are called stress dice. That's where it gets fun. All right. So you don't and, have any more okay. success. You can't further push it, but you do keep that one stress level. All right. Okay. So, any what else? Anyone else going to do anything? What's Cam doing? Well, I'm I'm watching. I'm focused on the one that appears to be in a, some kind oh. of paranoid oh, 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 The flamethrower. Okay. <laughs> I don't have the flamethrower. I've got the gun, but I'm not shooting right. someone. Right. So I'm, I'm on the ship. Okay, yep. I don't have much to do. Mm-hmm. Is there any way to, like, release some, like, happy, fun sedative or something to, like, calm everyone down on the ship? I don't think so, but I thought I should check. No, there's nothing that you can release, so, like, through the ventilation system to make everybody <laughs> chill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you know, you're not you're not slave to the ship. You know, you could, you could abandon your post. You can set the ship on autopilot. It ain't going anywhere. I don't think my captain would like that very right. much, yeah. so I'm going to stay at my post. I just don't want you like you're stuck there, you know? No, no, no. I, I want to support my captain. I was th- I was hoping maybe there's something I can do from remotely, but mm-hmm. apparently not. Okay. Ditch the puff, puff, pass protocol. <laughs> 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 Pass the doobie on the yeah. left hand side. <laughs> I'm watching all this on the camera. I'm watching this guy freak out. Yeah. Can I read his body language and his demeanor? To see if I can influence the way they interact with him, give him a suggestion. Well, give me a manipulation roll. Or give me an observe roll. Oh, Sorry. A observe. what? Observe. Observe. Observation. Okay. I was hoping it would be uh, empathy. Straight empathy. That'll be observation well, plus empathy. But it's it's observation plus wit. It's actually the same thing. Same do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. Ooh, you got a success. All right, so you you've got a success. Mm-hmm. What, what is it that you're trying to do? Uh, so you're trying to gauge his demeanor. I mean, he's Rita's uh, uh, body language and his, his body demeanor. language is uh, frightened, concerned, sporadic, manic. Mm-hmm. But would I think this is a in, in retaliation for something that happened, or if it's he's, he has some kind of psychosis, or more like more like some type of psychosis mm-hmm. could be from the from coming out of cryo sleep. You've heard about these kinds of things happening right. before, but typically there's some type of medical officer on board ready to deal with this kind of thing. But in this instance, you know, that's not the case. Okay, I'm going to pop over to the captain. Uh, Captain, uh, captain Miller, uh, you seem to have an agitated member of the crew that you may have to sedate. Clearly agitated. No shit. Okay. Uh, it would be helpful you got down to the, uh, the <laughs> medical lab to get a sedative. Thank you very much for your input. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wilson. Yeah, really insightful, man. <laughs> He's clearly <laughs> agitated. <laughs> so, like, at, at this point, as you guys are communicating, you know, it's clear that he's got nothing in his reach that he can grab a hold of, and he kind of, he kind of, instead of coming from the crouch position, he kind of stands up and puts his back against the wall, and, he, and he's starting to, keeps an eye on all of you as he's starting to slide with his back up against the wall, and he's trying to, he's trying to slide, like, behind the cryo tubes, like, crawl up <laughs> over the back, so he's trying to move his way around to the door. Keeping um, his distance. Uh, yeah, keeping a maximum amount of distance as possible. He's not paying any attention. Like, 
only thing, his eyes are just fixed on you. He will not take them off you guys. I look at Cam and motion to the door to block the door. And I, give I'm go- a, I give the captain a single nod and, I'm going and take to say, a step back. Mr. Cooper, you are suffering from a psychosis as a result of your cryosleep. Okay. Please calm bends. down so that we can help you. He's all, don't you lie to me. Right? And, and at that point, he kind of drops to his knees and he starts holding his head. He's like, ah, make it stop. And he puts his head, forehead down on the floor. Ah, and shit, now he's Captain. Leaning he forward. He's kind of rocking he back and forth on his knees. And he's like, oh, help. He starts screaming for help. Oh, that's a bad headache. It's a bad headache. Lucas, can you please subdue him? All right, and uh, <laughs> I will, Lucas, I will move over. Send in the android. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. It made me think of you being the doctor in right. the, the the madhouse, and now you're in a white coat. You're the assistant. As you take the command from the captain and, and step over, as you kind of shift your gaze back to Cooper, who's was holding his head, kind of rocking forward and backwards on his knees. He he rolls over onto his side, and he's just holding his head, and he's rolling kind of left and right. And at some point, he coughs, and a bunch of blood splatters out of his mouth uh-uh. onto the floor. <gasps> what Fuck the that hell? Shit. He starts Fuck choking, that shit. and you can hear the gurgling in his throat as he's nope. trying to like nope, 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 force nope, nope, some nope, type nope. of word out. And he's still holding his head, and he's starting to cough up blood, and it's just spraying mm. onto the onto the floor. Are these I'm moving seats? down. Yes. I'm grabbing We're his head, still in our and I'm twisting his okay. neck. Okay. So as you as you as you go down, so give me a mobility roll. Can you do that? I don't think he can do that. The three, the three laws. You, yeah, you can. You. Oh yeah, the three your, laws. To go and snap its neck, you're not. That doesn't. But he's protecting you, more in, human life. Right, but you don't. That's have one of those. Go harm him. That's yeah. one of those crazy things with yeah, the three laws. It's not a Spock okay. thing. So, yeah. You yeah. wouldn't put him out of his misery. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't my thinking. My thinking is like there's something happening where he like a bio, like he's coughing blood. He's coughing up blood. So maybe he has a disease or something. Plug it. Mm-hmm. So my idea is to. <laughs> Stop no. it before. Look, but the know, three right? laws, the third law is. You're not trying to snap his neck. You would like maybe try to clear his airway. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So Let's give me. That. So go over. And give me a calm tech roll. Okay. Calm tech. Calm tech. That's that's repair. So it's first well, aid. First aid. Like There's actually first aid. Medical uh, aid. Medi- medi- oh, you get to oh, add that. Medical aid. Sorry. Nice. Under, under empathy. Yeah. yeah. Medical aid. Medical aid. Oh. Which is okay. the thing he doesn't do well. <laughs> No, he's still just when he adult. repairs himself, it's context because he's a no. He's med- medical aid. He's got two. Oh, do you Plus want to contact? No, 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 I'm sorry. Aid. It's medical aid because I forgot. You're a synthetic. When you repair yeah. yourself, it's contact. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, we got to roll the six, link ability. Right? No, two. He has no skill. Look where medical aid comes off of. It comes off, off of, of empathy. wits. No, it comes off of empathy. What do you have for empathy? No, Zero? it comes off of wits. No. It's observation, survival, contact is wits. Medical aid. Oh. Yeah, medical aid. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I would assume you'd have some training medical, too. No. Right. Okay. Right. So, no successes. What are the rest of you doing that are... So, Captain Miller and Cam, you're like standing there. You're standing in the door. Are you there, too? The, Cam, the, the, don't mm-hmm. take your seat. Are you there, too? The other four individuals I, that have you? been out are you No, I'm with the, you. They're at this okay. point. They're, they're like okay. in the tubes. Like They're they're just like in, in awe. Like, whoa, whoa. Like they're but they're kind of like they're leaving their best weapon. They're kind of deer in the headlights. This, we need this to moment. lock the door. All right. So um, I say, Cam, back out of the room. I'm not locking yeah, hey, the door with hey, the captain on. Court guy. Well, hey Wilson, we unlock it. For hey Wilson. But if we don't lock it, and the other crew, God damn it, Wilson. Yeah. Hey, 
Do you, were you talking about plague? There's a guy throwing up blood on I here. I saw that. In fact, we're going to uh, I want to lock Hold the on. door. <laughs> Quarantine <laughs> protocols. Yes. Wait, what What the shit? No, do no, not. No. Hold on. We know that you're in suits, but we don't want anybody else crossing other than you two. Lucas, back I, out of the room. I back out of the room. Yes, you back out of the room. So do I. And you start to back out of the room. As Come on kinda, back, Captain. You, you Come on over, back. You're trying to like see if there's a way to clear his airway or something like that, where he's not basically choking. No, fuck or, that. He's you know, a goner. Drowning Leave his him. own blood, right? <laughs> Let that bitch die. Get Let that there. bitch die. <laughs> it's not worth it, man. Um, as as you get up, right? As you stand up, something bursts out of the front of his his mm, face. Fuck his no. face breaks apart. Something uh, long and, and, and cylindrical. <laughs> Busts out and lets out this shriek, right? And uh, you see as his face just opens up and he slumps down and just expires. And there is some type of life form that has burst from his head, his his skull, breaking his skull apart. Blood splatters out all over the floor, all across your legs, right? And this thing pops out. Hello, um, my honey. Hello, my baby. Hello, my ragtime girl. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was a good part of that one. <laughs> when I see that, I'll have the, uh, I will be no, closing the, the door with Lucas in there. Okay. I'm so sorry. Wasn't well, the super the special <laughs> Oh, bap. Sorry, you ain't been around long enough, bud. All right. Now, what are you... Okay, yeah. Okay, so what are you doing? So you all witnessed this. I've stepped out. You're out yes. of the room. Captain Miller followed me backing up. So you're like, oh, yeah, hell no. Bitch. Um, so the door closes. You're we're like, not leaving them. I'm actually not How even... Much Paying attention to that, I'm looking at the creature. How much space do we have between the umbilical and their ship? What's the distance? Ten meters. Okay. I'm good with that. I was gonna see if we need to attract it more. For you know. I am not leaving my captain. No, No, if it was like ten feet, I'd say we need to attract it. I'm looking you incredulously right now. And we're not leaving Lucas (laughs) either. But we wow, need, we don't give a fuck. We do he's need a to have synthetic, it, whatever. Uh, enough like separation to make it just easily so, transfer. Yes. What what comes out of, of Cooper's head is something that's it's encased in some type of uh, um, like, for lack of a better term, like amniotic sac, if you will, right? And it's close to the skin, and something's curled up, right? As this thing kind of comes out, it starts to increase in size right before your very eyes, right? And like the small, the, the small paw that, that burst his head apart Mm-mm. now is like a wad on the Mm-mm. floor, and it's now like twice the size. Mm-mm. And it's starting to see you're starting to see the tension on this amniotic sac, if you will, start to kind of stress a little bit, and you're starting to see what look like maybe some type of appendages start to move independently. That's inside. a whole lot of nope. So I'm gonna kneel down, mm-hmm. and I'm like observing. A beautiful butterfly. Observing <laughs> this. Fucking synthetics. <laughs> Is there something that I can do to physically lock <laughs> the, door. the door so that the captain can't um, disable it? What you can do is you can can make a piloting roll okay. to basically lock the door to a point where the only way to do it is with the captain's key. You can put in a basic code. Okay. You have to interface with it and do an override or convince okay. mother to override. Okay. Okay, so give me a piloting roll with your stress die. Okay. Does the Piloting roll take away one of my successes. Are those nope. the stress? Nope, you're good. It's just if okay. you roll the little alien on that yellow dial, let me know. Two successes. Hmm. Two successes. You access it, you lock the door, and you put in a lock code. Okay, and I'm going to address the ship's mother. Okay. I'm going to say that I'm the captain of another <laughs> vessel who came over here for a rescue operation. 
and it appears that the captain and crew have some sort of contagion. I've uh, contained them in the cryo bay uh, along with one of my crew members until we figure out what this contagion is. We can't let it spread to the rest of the ship or to my ship. Okay. It is at this moment that I am very grateful I am a pilot and not one of you fucks. Um, can we cut the power to the umbilical? Not to the, the the shunt that goes over to the other ship? Oh, you'd have to go down there and like unhook it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to tell you, uh, we need to cut the power to that ship so that uh, they can't get their full ship fully operational. Do not cut the power to the ship. Since, since they're all talking, I'm going to like squat down next it's, to the thing. There's then, a recharge going since on. Since it looks like it's kind of struggling. At a certain point, their like reactor will be able to fire up. The umbilical sack kind of gently. You're going you're to try and try and open it up. So you try and help it out of its, you know, right. its confines. Right. Okay. Why? Uh, okay. All right. He's David. Um, He's totally David. He's totally to, David. So what do you have to, to try and cut through? So as, as you reach down and you feel this thing, it's, it looks and it feels a lot thicker and a lot sturdier than, than it looks. You know, it Is there a piece of skull nearby? Yeah. Yeah, a, like a rough edge. So you grab like a piece of broken skull and start kind of. Oh, no. Well, you guys are seeing this. You're right. all talking. Oh, I'm not. Oh, you know, oh. We're seeing it all. Right. Thank you. Right. So you guys, yeah, you're looking down. Your camera's camera. still on. So like the people on the Montero are watching this. Like, what the fuck is he doing, yeah. man? Okay. So you see, you see Lucas grab a piece of skull and start to kind of. Hey, hey, carefully. what the fuck is Lucas doing? Because uh, I can't talk to him. I got to talk to the rest of my people. Okay. He's playing with a, a new toy. <laughs> Lucas, stop. That is fucked up, yo. I couldn't think of any other way to put it. <laughs> Captain, this is some form of life. I'm analyzing it so that I may determine the threat level. Well, I think the threat levels have burst out of somebody's head. <laughs> Give me a manipulation roll. And this is an opposed roll, so you're also going to um, give me a manipulation roll. And Thank you. Gonna see who is more to see how well you believe you got what you're saying. And I can't command him because he's not technically you can't part him. of my crew. You can't command him. Now, and this here is just just your it's an opposed role to just see like do you believe what he's trying to tell you right now, considering the circumstances. <laughs> no successes. Enough for me either. No successes. Okay, no 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 uh, strange alien life form on your stress die. Did you get any successes? No. Nope. Okay. So you start to say something like you guys are speaking two different languages right now. Captain Miller's kind of like, huh, right, like kind of looking like, all trying to take it in, you know, and, you know, and, uh, you know, Cam's like, hey, what the fuck, you see what's going on here? Okay, okay, um, all right, so, um, eventually, as you, as you, you really have to put some, some effort into it, right, where it looks like a thin membrane, it's actually quite thick, and you finally pop through it, and are able to slice with the fragmented piece of skull, and it starts to open up, and what you see is this like kind of bulbous translucent white head pop up oh this is above my right as it sticks out (laughs) as it pops up out of the sack and its arms kind of unfold like an insect and it pushes the rest away no and as soon as you guys see this and even you guys looking through the camera all of your stress level goes up by one so mark that Uh, mark that on your sheet damn it i really don't want to vomit in my space story Stress. Balaji says, "Kill it! Kill that thing! Kill it now!" Wait, didn't it come out of Balaji? No, it came out of Cooper. Oh, okay, okay. The captain's like in his tube, like kill it, kill it. 
Right? He's starting oh, to freak the out. captain's in here, too? With you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so, in there with you. So yeah. I'm going to look to see if I can find like what looks like a weak point, like its neck, and I'm going to snap that. Okay. You're going to attempt to snap it, right? right. Okay. Oh, all right, so this is where we go into initiative, all right? So the way combat works, the way initiative works, anybody going to do anything else before the initiative starts over on the Montero? Nope. You're on the other, outside of the door. You're on the outside of the door. All right, so you see this thing, and as it stands up, it stands up to about four feet in height. Uh-uh. Right? Nope, 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 like appendages, you know, on it, at the end of its fingers, right? Its, its arms are much longer, you know, like look like they could probably drag on the ground, right? And uh, as it kind of extends them at the elbow because they're all folded in, right? How do um, I fire mother, nuclear could whistles? Mother, I cut life support to the room? <laughs> Um, so you're gonna you're gonna try and convince mother to cut life support off to the room. <laughs> so you know you know that the computer basically it could change the atmosphere in the room by uh, depleting the oxygen levels, changing the temperature, turning off the uh, the cryo tubes. But you also have the rest of the crew of the crows in there oh, with him. Oh yeah, I so, forgot about that. Right? So what are we rolling for? I was uh, it was an initiative. I was rolling oh. my close combat. First. No, we don't roll initiative yet, right? So the way initiative works is we draw a card. Oh. Right. So this is a deck of 10 cards. Just want to make sure that uh, no one else on the Montero was trying to do anything before we went into an initiative round. Oh, okay, okay. Okay? Okay. So everyone draw one of those cards. They're face down, so pick a card. Do you want the Montero crew to draw or not? This is for the Montero crew, not the Cronus crew. Oh. This is for you guys, right? The Cronus crew is like in their cryo tubes freaking out. The captain's like, kill it! Kill that thing! All right, so what you're saying is Kill all five fire. of us need to, need to crawl. Yes. Crawl. The, right. the reason why I want you to draw a card is in case you decide to act at any gotcha. portion of the okay. round. All right? And then I will draw a card. All right. Oh, all right. So. Oh, the way, good. The way initiative works oh, no. is the lowest number goes first. Oh, we, no. We, we work in ascending order, which means one goes first, and then we, as we move up in number, then, you know, those those numbers subsequently come afterwards. Okay. I'm so, so sorry, Matthew. <clears throat> oh, okay. I got two. With all that? right. So I have number one. All right. Now, one of the things that you can do in combat actions is you can exchange your initiative with the with the monster, right? So when it comes to your turn, if you're uh, you know if you get a stunt on your attack or something like that, then you may be able to you know switch initiative since I have the one. Ah, right? uh, this is bullshit. A cheater. Conclusion. Right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. So I am going to roll. An attack. Let me just look at my blood burster. The blood burster is now born. Oh shit! Uh, that doesn't sound good. A blood burster. A blood burster. Fuck off with that. Okay. Now the way oh, combat. No. Yeah. The way close combat works. Let me just tell you. All right. Close combat. Oh, I'm. I'm not close though, because I'm in the. I'm in the safety of the cop pilot. Yeah. We're in the safety of the cop. So I make a close combat attack. You, so Aren't the, you glad you stayed behind? I am. <laughs> the, the way the rounds work is you have a fast action and a slow action for every round. And those, there are different okay. types of actions. Doing an attack would be like a slow action, right? Or like a major action. A fast action is like maybe movement or picking up an item. You can exchange your slow action for a fast action to give you two fast actions in a round um, instead of your one fast action and one slow action, okay? So I'm going to make a close combat attack against you. You can then decide to use your, uh, it's a reactive action, which is the same as, what type of action is that? I think it is a fast, yeah, it's a fast action to where you can try and block, basically. All right, you say, you know what, I'm gonna try and block. So it's an opposed roll. I'm gonna roll my close combat, and you are going to roll your close combat, and then the net hits 
are going to be basically I need to I need to generate more hits on mine in order to do damage to you than uh, you do on on yours. So so we'll go ahead and roll. All right, you roll your close combat. I'll roll mine. Yep. All right. Okay. You got one. Okay, I've got zero. All right. Um, all right. So you are able. So this thing does. Tell you what it does. Kill it. Kill it with fire. So it, this thing hisses at you oh. and leaps forward and tries to jump on you, right? But but you dodge out of the way and it jumps and lands about five feet past you and like quickly turns around and like bears its jaws, right? And starts to poise for another leap. Yeah, I nope, imagine nope, nope, I'm nope, very nope. mechanically like just right. You're like, just like whoa, right? Yeah, you're just all whoop, you know. All right, so that was on one. Who has two? What does everyone else I have? have? Two. You have two. It is now your turn. I am. Is, is there anything in here that looks like uh, that could be used as a blunt instrument? There is a fire extinguisher on the wall. Oh, there All we right. go. I'm going to grab that fire extinguisher. Okay, so that would be one fast move, fast action. Right. So you go over, grab the fire extinguisher off the wall. Right. And then I'm hoping to disorient it. I'm going to turn it and blow it at the creature. You're gonna blow it, not try and bludgeon it with the weight of the of the extinguisher. I want to like totally. I'm hoping it'll like distract him or, or whatever. Yeah, okay. blind him. Okay. So go ahead and uh, make a close combat. So this is gonna be a ranged attack, not a close combat attack. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to. Uh, well, I can't. I can't block this. I can try and dodge. I'm gonna so as the uh, the the bloodburst is going to try and jump out of the way and it's gonna make a mobility roll. So I have no I have excellent. I got one. Thank you for your support. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have one. So I, <laughs> as the thing kind of gets enveloped in this like white foamy substance, right? And then it kind of disorients it for a moment. So it would normally have another fast action. I'm gonna sacrifice this next fast action as it's like starts kind of. Ripping its head back and forth, trying oh. to shake the stuff off. And so oh, I can imagine so fly. well. Oh, right? no. Okay, uh, so that was on two. Who's got three? Or I four? have three. All right, three. You're on the ship. You're watching this through the camera of, of Lucas's uh, head cam. I don't know what I can do. And it's like, can oh, we, shit. Can we, as actions, exchange initiatives? So, for example, if she doesn't want to use... Her three, can she exchange it with somebody with a higher number? If you get a stunt. Oh, yes. So one of the things you can do is you can exchange your initiative with another initiative of the group, right? Between the two of you. Can yeah, say you I would like to trade. do that with um, Cam here. Okay. It's trade cards. These become your new initiative numbers. So you are now on three. Mm-hmm. It is your move. Wilson, what the hell is this shit? Pizza hell out of me. I haven't got anything back. Come on. Yet. Now's the time to be honest, man. What the fuck is that thing? Uh, if I had to say, I'd say I'm some sort of parasitic organism, and you should get the hell out of there. Except he's locked in. Oh, no, I tell you, Lucas is locked in with the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain, what are we doing? Kill it with fire. Take charge, Captain. Okay, so um, <laughs> at this point... Fall back on the incinerators, and... Uh, we are going to... You keep your, your oh. initiative number. Okay, and trade with you. Uh, you can only make one trade uh, oh, per round. Okay. So you're, okay. Yeah, you're three. She's still young. All right. But, but I appreciate it. Worth a shot. Trade. Oh. Well, well, right now we're on three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your turn right now. So, so I'm... It's a fast action. You're communicating with the yeah. captain. What do we do, captain? And you're just waiting... Yes, for, I am. For your, for, okay, so you're holding your, 
slow action and you're waiting. Okay. So okay. cool. So that's three. Who's got four? This is killing me not being in the action. This is absolutely killing me. On <laughs> four? Okay, so now now it's a cap. Okay, so um we are going to fall back and head back to our ship. We are going to disconnect from them. Are you and are you ditching the artificial life form? No, not yet. We are going to disconnect with them and we are temporarily leaving Lucas there. So we are ditching life. I'm well, fine with that, man. Lucas can jump from ship to ship. But he doesn't need a suit. Right, we are at this point um, Marines, going we are to out of here. <laughs> fall back onto our ship and then you and I are going to go through decontamination. So I'm going to take my initiative three then, my slow action, and head back to the umbilicus at this point. I'm going to communicate to you and say, Mr. Wilson, you need to communicate with corporate and let them know that this ship has an extremely dangerous biological contaminant. I was about to report that myself. That uh, the ship needs to be quarantined. So on the bridge of the Montero, uh, you see a a flutter in the panel array. Mm? And a bridge-wide communication goes out. And Mother says, Cascade Uh, failure imminent. Fission reactor overload in T-minus 10 minutes. Aw, shit. Okay. What? No. All right, Wilson. I'm going to need you to do some shit for me. And we're wrapping there. Thank you for listening to another NCRP Productions podcast. To stay on top of everything we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook, all at NCRP Productions. You can show your support and help us continue to produce content by joining our Patreon. We offer additional podcasts like our B-sides and have GM materials, maps, and other fun things you can discover over time. You can find our podcasts on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, and many other fine podcast sites. Just look for us at NCRP Productions. We value your thoughts, so please don't hesitate to leave us feedback or comments. And if you would like to contact us directly, you can email us at ncrpproductions at gmail.com.